Welcome! You're listening to the Living Unapologetically and Bold podcast. Every episode will challenge you to shine in every area of your life. Your host will lead weekly conversations on confidence building, overcoming past trauma, navigating your love life, empowering you to change your life, and so much more. Sometimes it will just be your host, and other times she will bring in guests who have sat where you now sit. Let's start with this week's episode. Here is your host, Coach T. Hey, fam, it's your girl, mm-hmm. Trinise. Let's get started with this week's episode. I want to tell this week's episode, I am enough. And so I want to start off by reading a poem um, by a lady I found on, um, on the internet um, by the name of Jen. And so I'm not reading the poem in its entirety, but there were two parts of the poem that really stood out to me, and I wanted to share that with you today on this podcast. Again, the author's name is Jen. There is no problem to solve in this moment. There is no plan to make, no failure to be feared, no other place to be. This moment is enough. This place is enough. This imperfection is enough. I am patient enough for my life to unfold in divine timing. In this moment, I feel the fullness of my life in this moment. I feel the richness of my life in this space. I am love beyond thought, and I have nothing to prove. There is no one to impress. I receive the message that being is enough. When I was thinking about what to say on today's, on this week's podcast, it resonated with me that I am enough. I don't know about you, but for those who are listening, if you're like me, I've spent a lifetime trying to prove, not just to people, but to myself, that I'm enough. I've spent years becoming a people pleaser. I've spent years um, sacrificing my wants and my needs and my desires to ensure that someone else saw and knew my value. I spent time diminishing my shine. I spent time minimizing the, the purpose and the death that God attached to me in order to make someone else feel better about who they are. I've allowed past mistakes and past things and past lessons and past foolish arguments to to define my who and my why instead of telling myself even in my imperfection when I didn't cross every T and I didn't dot every I, I didn't say the right thing, I didn't walk the right way, I didn't wear the right thing or when I simply failed to be someone's expectation of me, I know that as I stand in myself today, I am enough. I recognize that it's nothing that I can do to prove to anybody that I'm enough if I first don't realize that I am. And so one of my biggest struggles has been loving and accepting me. One of my biggest struggles has been the need to find approvement or to find validation from something or someone else. I, I There are so many things that I look back on and I think of things that I've done that I've said, friends that I've been, people that I've engaged with, things that I've done, simply because I was trying to have someone validate who I am. I wanted someone to tell me, oh, you're beautiful. I wanted someone to tell me, oh, you're smart. I wanted someone to see that I was called and anointed and appointed for the calling that God gave me. I wanted people to see me and to validate me. And when I looked for others to do it, I was let down every time because my worth 
It's not built on the opinions of anybody else. I often tell people, if you have an issue with who I am, if you have an issue with how I speak, if you have an issue with the calling and the anointing that is on my life, you do yourself a disservice when you bring it to me, seeing how I did not create me. If there is a problem with who I am, if there is a problem with my calling, if there's a problem with my anointing, if you if you have a problem with the purpose and the destiny that has been attached to my life, then I would suggest you take it up with the manufacturer himself. See, understand that I am enough is not saying that I don't make mistakes. It's not saying that I'm not perfect. It's not saying that I that I do every single thing right. And that would be a foolish thought to entertain because see, understand that I'm enough means that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to live up to your standard of perfect. Learning how to live unapologetically and bold in who I am means that I accept that I may not be, that I may be flawed in some areas, but that's okay because I'm enough. It means that whatever space that I currently see in, whatever space I currently occupy, no, it might not be my final destination, but as of today, in this moment, I am enough. Maybe I went back to school later than you. Maybe I got married later than you. Maybe I started that business later than you. Maybe I did my podcast later than you. Whatever it may have been, for me, I am enough. And I don't need anything to add to my value because my value is based on the fact that I believe that I am enough. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to accept it. I think what we do when we seek people's approval and we strive to be okay, I think social media has aided in this need to be approved by people. You have people who are spending thousands and thousands of dollars in order to be accepted by people. You have people who are getting on social media and they're lying about how much money they make. They're lying about what kind of car they drive. They're lying about their lifestyle simply because because the approval of people who can't put them in heaven and can't put them in hell. It's a sad day when I base my level of approval on your opinion of me. Opinions of just that. It's what you believe. It ain't got to be what I believe. And to anybody who says, well, T or Coach T or Trinice, I need people to, to like me. Why? Why cannot liking you be enough? Why can't Loving you being enough. Why do I have to be a size 12 and before you tell me because it's healthy and, and I listen, I am all for people being healthy. I'm all for people living their best life. But just because my suit size or my shirt size or my skirt size may say plus size or full figure or curvy don't mean that I'm less thin because you're smaller than me. My worth is not dependent upon my size. My my worth is not dependent upon my bank account. My worth is not dependent upon the people that I call friends. If you base your opinion on me based on the exterior, the outside of me, the exterior of me, then you do yourself a disservice when it comes to getting to know me. Well, see, what I've come to realize that there's no one in the world that can be Trinice better than Trinice can be Trinice. So I don't know apologize for being trained. No, you may not agree with my methods and you may not agree with how I do what I do, but I refuse to apologize for walking in the boldness that is me. I spent too many years, and I mean too many years, 
waiting for somebody to say, I see you, waiting for somebody to understand my value, waiting for somebody to know my worth. I've spent too many years not feeling like I'm enough. And so in this season of living unapologetically bold, I recognize I don't need the approval of man to be enough. My DNA makes me enough. My faith, my faith makes me enough. My relationship with God makes me enough. The fact that Jeremiah tells me that when I was in my mother's womb, he called and he appointed me. Guess what? That makes me enough. So whether or not you see me and you approve of me, your approval is not needed, nor is it warranted. I am enough. When I leave my house, when my hair is blown out or natural and locks or in braids, or I'm rocking a bun or a fresh roll, guess what? I am enough. Whether I choose to put on a full face of makeup and beat my face to the gods or walk out in all of my natural glory, guess what? I am enough. Whether I choose to be a doctor or I choose to own my own business, I am enough. Whether I choose to never, ever get married or never, ever have kids, guess what? Me being a woman makes me enough. I can no longer regulate my life, my thoughts, my beliefs, my emotions, and my feelings based upon what society or this world deems makes me enough. Mm-hmm. I can be a career woman and be enough. I can choose to delay having a family and still be enough. In my own skin, unapologetically, I am enough. And it's time out for us lowering ourselves, lowering our standards, dropping our heads, or walking with our heads down because somebody don't see or understand my worth. In the poem, she says, my imperfection is enough. How many of us have spent minutes, days, hours, lengths of time trying to be perfect? Trying to make sure that in being perfect so that nobody rejects me, right? Because I was told at some point in my life that I was a something, someone, some situation, somebody told me that I wasn't enough and I believed it. And then I allowed my thoughts to water it. And when it began to grow and impact every other area of my life, when I allowed it to factor into my career choices, when I allowed it to factor in into my relationships, when I allowed it to factor in into the situation when it came to friends and traveling and living, when I allowed it to factor in even into my relationship with God, that's when it became a problem. So let me ask you, the one who's listening to this podcast, who told you you wasn't enough? And why did you start to believe them? Who told you you wasn't worthy? Who told you you didn't have value? Who told you you wasn't pretty enough or smart enough? Who told you that your dark skin made you ugly? Who told you that your 4C hair mean you couldn't be professional? Who told you that rocking your afro or rocking your locks make you less than Who told you that because you grew up in poverty, you couldn't have the best things in life? Who told you? And better yet, why do you constantly choose to believe them? The moment I stopped believing the opinions that others had about me, my life shifted. The moment that I stopped saying, "Hmm, they must be right, and taking someone else's opinion over me, more than I took God's opinion of me, my life began to shift. When I started to do things that 
I knew aligned with my purpose. I remember many, many years ago, I was thinking about going back to school, undergrad school. I had gone to a major university for a year and had come back home. It was time for me to now go back to school again. And, and, I, and I did not graduate from that main university, but I knew I wanted to do an online program. I just wasn't sure about what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to be a therapist. I knew that I wanted to be someone who people came to and, and shared and I encouraged. And, and I hope I knew what my purpose and my, even in my 20s, I knew what my purpose and my destiny was. And so I remember talking to somebody and this, this person meant absolutely no harm. But they saw me in a certain way. They saw me doing a particular career because I had success at doing that for so many years. And so when I said this person, I want to go to school to be a psychologist. That's why I want to go to, at that time, I was supposed to be a psychologist. And the individual said to me, no, I think you should go to school to be a teacher. You will be an amazing teacher. Now, because I was so intent on pleasing people, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to school to be a teacher. I had absolutely no desire to become a full-time teacher, right? So I go, I enter school, I start going to classes, and I'm in school. I, I go through my first year, my second year, my third year. My fourth year, it required the students to do an internship, right? And so I, I go to a school, and I'm in a classroom, and I'll never forget. And I'm in the classroom, this young lady, I, I, I told her something, I don't know what I told her. But she gave me so much stank <laughs> that I was like, who, 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 she, who she talking to? Right? See, I grew up in that era where you didn't talk back to adults, right? If, if someone was being mean to you, you went and got your mama or your aunt and, and you let them deal with the adults. But you as a child, you didn't talk back. So I was like, who she, who she talking to? And I remember the, the teacher was like, oh, that's just how she is. And I remember looking at the teacher, looking and going, this is not going to be my life. There was no purpose attached to that career. There was no destiny attached to that career. Now, I tell people all the time, there is no other career that's greater than that of a teacher. For a teacher allows any other career to be possible. Without a teacher, you can't learn how to read and write. You can't learn how to add, track. You can't learn how to divide. You can't learn about the history. You need teachers. And it's always astounding to me that they are paid pennies on the dollar when they make every other career possible. But I will also say that it takes a special gifting and a special anointing to be a teacher. I did not get that gifting. I did not get the, the, the giftedness that's needed to sit inside of a classroom and pour in and educate individuals on math and history. English. That is not my calling. But because I was not able in that moment to live unapologetically and bold, because I was not able to know and understand the power of my own voice, because I had so diminished who I was, and I needed validation from people. When this individual said to me, no, don't go to school for that. Go to school. I thought, yes, this is a great idea. This makes sense. And so sitting in that class that day, I was reminded as to why I am not called to be a teacher. And so I politely packed up my bags and said, I'm going to lunch. 
I left nothing, not a phone, not a pen, not a t-shirt, not a nothing in that. Because when I walked out, I knew that that career did not line up with my purpose. It did not, not line up with my destiny. And because that was the case, I was not going to do it. So I called my friends and I said, listen, I am a month and a half shy from graduating. What can I possibly change my degree to that will not allow me to have to start over or take more classes? What can I do? So my undergrad degree is a social science degree with a minor in organizational management. Ask me what that means and I cannot tell you. But it was the only thing that I had enough credits in that I did not have to start back over. And so I found myself in my 40s getting my degree, getting my master's degree in social work so I could become the therapist that I knew I was called to do. You have to understand and know who you are enough that when someone tells you something that goes against your purpose and your destiny, you are bolder to say, nah, that ain't it. How many years had I wasted chasing the thoughts and the opinions of others? That's why I tell you, you have to know deep down inside that you are enough and make no apologies for it. That even though I might not have done everything right, yes, I may have been a teen mom. Yes, I may have been an alcoholic. Yes, I may have been a drug user. Yes, I may have been whatever I may have been, whatever your your thing is, fill in the blank. But whatever it is, it does not take away from the fact that you are still enough. My story ain't finished. Whatever it was, was one chapter that in my book that God is still writing. Stop being stuck on one page. Stop allowing people, mm, stop allowing people to cause you to sit on one page. You, you, you turn the page, you're in a whole new chapter and people are still stuck on that one area where you are imperfect in. And, and so what I will tell you is in understanding that you are enough means not having to apologize for your past. Everybody has a past. Everybody has a story. The question is, are you going to be defined by your past? Are you going to be defined by your story? You are enough. Coming, going, and anything in between, you are enough. Stop trying to find the need or the the reason to impress somebody. I don't have to impress you. My mere presence is enough. Whether or not you read all my accolades, you know all things that I've accomplished in my life, the fact that the very thing that was meant to kill me didn't kill me, the very person who walked away didn't destroy my entire world. The fact that I'm sitting here in my right mind, the fact that I'm sitting here in my right thoughts tells me that guess what? I am enough. And I am okay if you don't see that. And here's, here's, here's the thing that I forget. In knowing that you are enough enables you to be able to walk away from anybody or anything does not give you the value that you need. So in this week's episode, I started with a poem and now I want to end with a poem. This one is called Masterpiece. Unfortunately, I do not know the author of this, but it says, 
No more discarding my unfinished parts, erasing, hiding, painting over my unsavory. I found the courage to accept, integrate my differences. I treasure the best part of me and I am refining the rest. My full portrait is emerging. I am a masterpiece in the making. I am enough. Until next week. Thank you for joining this week's Living Unapologetically and Bold podcast episode. Have you followed us on social media? We are on Instagram and Twitter. For more information on the host, Coach T, head over to her website for bookings and to see what she is working on. Always make sure have subscribed to our podcast so you can get notifications. Check us out next week on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Remember, you are to live every day unapologetically and boldly.